happening. Uh, welcome back to episode nine of Coaches in the Couch, and this time we've got Carly on to talk about confidence, female confidence, and a little bit more behind the transformation for what you see in Instagram. There's always more to it than just point A and point B with everybody. So, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yep. So, my name is Carly. I am a personal trainer. I've been doing that for six years, and I have been doing online coaching for the last sort of three years as well since the lockdown. So. Yeah. So, Carly, mm-hmm. quick question. So, obviously, as a personal trainer, you've coached for six years. You're online now, probably mostly online. Mm-hmm. What do you what, what, what do you specialise in? And um, obviously, you specialise in confidence and stuff like that. But what, what would you say makes you different from like other coaches? For instance, the physique coaches who just absolutely bang on about before and after pictures and yep. all that kind of sort of stuff. How how would you say? I'm not asking like how are you different, but how do you coach differently? Yeah, so I run an online uh, one-to-one coaching programme called the FYC Method. So FYC means find your confidence and it's about helping women who are wanting to lose body fat and also feel a bit empowered in the gym, but wanting to lose weight <laughs> without he does, he hating... He does that a lot, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, just helping women who are wanting to lose weight without um, hating dieting because I feel like a lot of people who diet really dread it and they don't enjoy it whereas I feel like if dieting is done right in the way it suits you it can be really really enjoyable and you can see good results from it good progress and you can main, uh, sort of maintain your results long term as well um, and again that all kind of like ties into confidence um, yeah. which is something that I'm really big about helping women with I suppose yeah. so I'm going to take a wee stab in the dark then so do you have a lot of people who have came, who came to you mm-hmm. from the places like Slimming World, Weight Watchers, um, all that kind of sort of stuff that you find like you're kind of like basically a force against like anti-dieting type stuff. Well, I wouldn't really say it's anti, like anti-dieting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's women who have yo-yo dieted their whole life or yeah. been really, really restrictive with their diet in their whole life. Um, they're, they're either like the all or nothing like they're one or the other they're either really restricting themselves not enjoying it and that's why they hate dieting or they don't know how to sort of balance it which I know is a bit of like a controversial word in <laughs> the sort of fitness industry or balancing yeah. your diet and whatever pro- right probably the most overused yeah, word yeah, we, could, we, could, we could talk about balance in a whole podcast yeah, yeah. right but exactly. I think it's important mm-hmm. like obviously I'm not going to rant on too much but mm-hmm. it's important to realise that you can have you need to not have balance in certain areas for other parts of your life to develop and that's just that's just what it is you can't have balance everywhere mm-hmm. because something if you want to really zone in on something and develop a certain place balance needs to go away elsewhere do you know what I mean but yeah. we're not ba- talking about that ba- today balance yeah. everyone is different as well Aye. Mm-hmm. like it's subjective subjective to everybody and how you prioritise things as yeah. well so yeah it's completely different so yeah like I would say it's women who are probably about my age to be honest that have maybe tried uh, Slimming World or Weight Watchers and that's worked for them at that time and then they keep going back to it because they think oh well it worked for me before but it's like but if you keep going back to it it's actually not working for you mm. so you need to yeah. try something different so see what you just said there mm. like so I I basically like I don't I think this is probably quite a harsh thing to say but mm. see if you've tried a diet mm-hmm. and then you've ended up putting all the weight back on again it's a fail mm-hmm. in my opinion and I don't care who it offends or who it pisses off, mm-hmm. 
if you've tried a diet and then you've ended up even worse off than you already are, mm-hmm. and you've, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, and you've not been given the skills and the tools to understand what you need to do to keep it off, you mm-hmm. fucking failed miserably, mate. Yeah, and then again, I think that does tie into like your self confidence and yep. what you believe that you can actually achieve. Yeah. Or you know, like you're not giving yourself the opportunity to really try and do something that's a bit harder yeah. than just going for this sort of quick route of oh well just do Weight Watchers or Slimming World so yeah a lot of the women that I train have done that previously and they want to sort of not do that anymore and actually be able to maintain their results and enjoy their life a little bit and yeah not feel like they're constantly putting weight on putting it you know then it's falling back off again and constantly yo-yo dieting so yeah I think it, with different diets and stuff like that as well when people do that if, if they f- fail at their diet mm-hmm. um, it's not necessarily a case of they've failed and they should feel disappointed themselves it's more a case of the method that they were adopting mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. working for them yeah. and it's what I would say is one of those things you need to realise it's like okay you need to realise that, that if you're having to stop start stop start stop start mm-hmm. that's not the method yeah. for you, you, yeah. you sh- it should be something that's like okay this can easily keep consistent and stuff like that because yeah. you take a much more intuitive eating approach mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. we've mouthed off about it and stuff like yeah. that before we joke about it but we mm-hmm. do think there is a place for it at times yeah um, what is it that made you take that route and approach because I find with coaches that go down that route <coughs> usually it's through a, through a personal experience that you realise that that's, mm-hmm. this is something that people should be doing a little yeah. bit more what is it that kind of made you want to take that on um, yeah, I think it was that from like my own experience of having different coaches over the years and doing sort of different diets and stuff like that. Rears is going. Rears on a rampage today. Rears so noisy today, man. Oh, he's actually wanting attention so badly. <laughs> yeah. Go get a ball. Right, chase your tail, man. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> Honestly, so, just, just keep chatting away, man. It's yeah, right. so I think... Um, for me, like helping women understand that they can actually still have a social life and diet and still get results. But again, like I don't think like my way of coaching is very different to like your way of coaching and your way of coaching probably like people come to you at different times in their life and I feel like people try slimming worlds and then that doesn't work and then they'll come to me and they might try a bit more flexibility with their diet and that might work for them or if they want to go maybe a bit more strict on their diet if they've got something coming up then they would maybe go with you for example or if they're competing or something like that. So. I think for me, like, it's just from what I've learned from my own experience and I just really understand what it is to do all these diets and nothing actually work for you and then you mm-hmm. put the weight back on. So I yeah. think a lot of the, the women that come to me, work with me, have been through what I've been through and they're just fed up of it now. Like, they just want yeah. to be able to, they enjoy going out socialising, they, they enjoy going out with their pals, like, they want to still be able to do those things, but it's understanding you can do those things, but, like, not all the time, but you can still enjoy your life kind mm-hmm. of thing, so, yeah. yeah. And I think it's also like your approach is probably like, you know what it's like, man. Seeing you get people on these like these like kind of different diets and stuff like that, they're not allowed to socialise. Well, they're not not allowed to, but they mm-hmm. basically they stop themselves from socialising. Yeah. Yeah. They stop eating food they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like they can't drink. Like there's so many things that they love mm-hmm. that they're getting rid of. Mm-hmm. Like how like how can you expect to keep doing that stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it, it makes you. I've worked in an office, right? And I've I've sat with people who are doing all that stuff, right? And they're the most miserable bastards ever, right? Yeah. So it's like it's almost like you're trying to teach people like how to lose weight without being miserable. Like that is yeah, that yeah, is literally yeah. your style, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. in a nutshell, it's like how to teach somebody how to lose weight without actually being miserable. And it's like 
I feel like a lot of coaches who are in the same kind of space as you, mm-hmm. like, you don't do this, but I feel like a lot of them are like, right, they, they give them too much balance and it's like, mm-hmm. they, they're not making progress. Like, okay, sorry, don't worry about it. When I think, like, with yourself, you'll ground your clients and you'll be like, yeah. like look, you've been a bit of a dick today. Do you know, you've been a bit mm-hmm. of a dick this week. It's still like having that, you can have the balance, you can have yeah. all your stuff, but you still need to be very much it's probably harder for you because we're a lot more strict with our clients than you are in that yeah. sense yeah. Yeah. so I'm yeah. actually curious yeah. about that like how strict do you find you can get with your clients like well, you find it's like if they decide I'm going to go out every mm-hmm. weekend and stuff like that are you kind of like okay that's mm-hmm. fine or are you kind of like well, you need a limit to two a month yeah. or something like that like, or? I think it depends really on the client like if they love going out and socialising so I feel like socialising is actually a really big part of people's life yep. so if they love doing that then they can still do that but understand that their progress is going to be slower than what they maybe have in their head of like they think their progress is going to be really fast and they'll see like a big difference in like a month like you're not going if you're going out and socialising all the time so see just can I just stop you so how do you so how obviously they see all their pals going to Slimming World and they're mm-hmm. fucking losing three pound they're getting that Slimmer of the week right mm-hmm. oh yeah shit right <laughs> like how do you put them into a mindset of going look pal or look 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 hun hun listen girl aye how do you put them into a mindset to go like it's not going to be as fast and how do you have that conversation and make them be like do you know what it's it's get them in the mindset where it's like I that's fucking sound I'm cool with it then it's going to be slower yeah. but how do you get them to from that point of like not going as fast mm-hmm. to actually do you know what you're still going to have a social life you're mm-hmm. still going to have a, like a lot of fun and shit like that and you're still going to make progress but it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot slower than your pal who's lost in three times more weight than you a week yeah. yeah I suppose it's like making like understanding that we're well, hoping that they enjoy coaching right so yeah. hoping that they actually enjoy the process and looking at uh, weight loss in a different way, I suppose, of it's not just like all about how you look, it's about how you feel. So yep. if you're going out to the gym and you're smashing your sessions and you're getting really strong, like that is progress. It doesn't yep. need to all be about like how you look. Yep. Um, and again, like it's it's just ways of measuring progress differently, I suppose, rather than being like, oh, I dropped three pounds and it's all about the scale or stuff like that. Like I'm really like... I. I like to kind of get in my clients' heads and be like... Like what your body could do yeah. before and what it can yeah. do now. Like you uh, progress in other ways. Like it doesn't just need to be about losing weight. Yeah. Like it can be about you feeling more confident in the gym or, you know, just progressing in maybe your job or like other things like in your life. And I think that kind of... They, they do want to lose weight, but then it kind of takes away all the stress of like, oh, I'm not losing as much weight as I wanted mm. to as quickly as I wanted to because I've seen progress in so many it's, other areas. It's like adopting fitness into your life without mm. making fitness your life. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's the thing, like the girls I train, they're not like, they're not athletes. Like they don't, they're not like competing or anything like that. Like they're just normal girls who want to feel good about themselves. And it's like, there's no rush as well. That's the thing that I put on people. I'm like, it, like, like I think having like goals is a great idea but there doesn't need to be an end to your fitness and your health goals they're always going to change like you're always going to want different things throughout your whole life of doing health and fitness but at the same time it's like it doesn't need to be a fast thing like I think that's an important slowly progressing that's definitely an important message man Mm -hmm. it's like everybody wants everything in a hurry and I think like Mm -hmm. we now live in a, a time where like it's like social media, for example, um, and like fucking like the likes of Tinder and things like that. Like you've got everything it like the <coughs> palm of your hand. You know what I mean? Like and you get it so fast. You want to fucking have a big chest. You've got fake tits. Like everything you can get it so fast, right? Yeah. But when it comes to like There's two podcasts in a row, I know. Mention fake. Tits. When it comes to like fitness and stuff like that, though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because women can relate to that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. When it comes to fitness, like what people don't realise is, is you can't. And this is a good thing about 
progressing in fitness, like you can't buy it. Mm-hmm. Right, you yeah, can pay yeah, for it. You exactly. can pay for you can exactly. pay for the most expensive yeah. coaching gym and fucking yeah. Nike training gear, whatever you want yeah. to fucking wear, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't buy progress. Yeah, you need you yeah. need to work mm-hmm. and you need to, and you need to keep yeah. working at it and keep progressing. And it's like <clears throat> you don't just wake up one day and as an overnight success, it lost fucking two stone overnight. It's like it's slowly, slowly, yep. slowly, slowly, and then you look back and you're like, mm-hmm. yes, lad, I fucking I've. I'm, all, I'm so much more confident. I'm wearing clothes I never wore before. Like, all that sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's, it's an important message Like, mm-hmm. take that, that you should take your time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, re- like, I really do love communities that kind of come out of fitness. It sounds mm-hmm. daft, but I think it's funny because I definitely notice it within competing. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the community that we, we would say that we're mm-hmm. a part of um, ourselves and not as like actually working or something that we kind of do for fun is yeah. that you always yeah. notice that when you go to shows, everyone's mates Aye. right there might be a, the odd person you have <coughs> beef with or something like that for Aye. some reason whether it be a, another coach that perved a client or something like that oh that was a wee bit specific, uh, specific here, wasn't it uh, no I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> <dive into it. laughs> but anyway um, yeah <laughs> but it's like it's, it's almost kind of like you're always like we've all gone through it you get it you Aye. know the struggle mm-hmm. like you're here fucking well done to actually get to this point is like mm-hmm. You, you always kind of all commend each other for doing it yeah I liked what you said about um, about progress and that there like because it is one of those things like you cannot cheat it like no. you can't cheat your training you can't like cheat your diet well, you it's one it, maybe you can but do you uh, mean, like, if you cheat on your diet you end up in a worse position uh, but, exactly. but I think like it, it, like for me one of the things I always say is it's just like it's about then as much as you can, like mm-hmm. what I mean as a socialising and drinking and eating and shit, right? Then as much as you can and get away with it and mm-hmm. make progress. Like for me, that's how I train my lifestyle mm-hmm. clients. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. if you get to that point where there's you're not making progress, mm-hmm. then you know, right? I need to, yeah. I, I need to change something here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but obviously, for some people, they could obviously take that um, term mm-hmm. that I just said there and make it like. <clears throat> Obviously, a lot worse. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, it's, it's like I said, like you can buy everything. Like you can buy a new car, you can buy this, you can buy that because you can buy all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like prog- progression and like your body, your performance, your confidence, it's just something you can't just buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I think, a te- it's a testament to you and how much you can like commit. And, and I think that's why it yeah. makes it so hard for people because mm-hmm. they can't just be like they need to work for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just, they, regardless of whether it's maybe a like better their mental health, maybe to lose fat. Maybe they've got fucking they've got type two diabetes because they got they had too much weight, mm-hmm. and because they need to work to get rid of it, and they kind of just pay to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Then it, it just makes it so hard yeah. for them. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's one of the most amazing things about fitness is that you can just be like, you kind of take it off me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Part of it though, I do reckon, is that the issue that everybody has is that there is before it was there wasn't enough information now that it's a complete opposite and that there's too much information mm-hmm. out there yeah. people don't know and they have to sift through fucking absolute bullshit advice that people give them and stuff like that mm-hmm. and the, it, it makes it hard to stay consistent yeah. and everybody portrays shit as like oh managed to get this result in eight weeks and it's just like mm-hmm. somebody's just showing off their absolute genetic freak of a client that we occasionally get through the door and they look completely different and people are like, that's what you're meant to fucking look like yeah, after yeah, eight weeks. Yeah. And yeah. It, it does create unrealistic images. Mm-hmm. It, makes, it makes you, uh, well, as a client and as a coach, you mm-hmm. feel fucking awesome about I it. I know. But, mm-hmm. but other coaches, like, we're smart enough. We know. Yeah. We're like, why the fuck are you fucking posting that? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why are you posting a client lost four kilo in a week? Yeah. Because the first at, week, first week, and you're like, great. That's obviously a lot of war and information. That's essentially nine pounds, right? And there's, there's, 
mate, people are fucking gullible, man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, look at all the look at coaches, right? I'll get you from two grand a month to ten k in fucking ninety days, right? Even not even we even coaches can be gullible, right? Because yeah. we see the thing that we want, yeah. and we're like, oh my god, I can get it faster, and it's not. You don't act on what your brain says. Mm-hmm. You just act on pure emotion, and you're yeah. just like, oh. Like, yeah. somebody who's really overweight, really unhappy, look at a selling miller, like, I fucking hate what I see, and then they see his progress picture, £9 in a week, they're thinking, oh my God, by next week I can be £9 in, and I'll love mm-hmm. what I see in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We, I think, we as coaches should be doing a better job of telling them the story. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think I think telling the story is Aye. actually the most important part yeah. than Aye. just putting up a weight and a time yeah. and then the result telling the story and then also getting your clients to tell the story as well because then they're going to hear it exactly from the people who you work with so I think that's probably really important as well so when it comes to like because obviously you adult more of intuitive eating what is the kind of rules that you kind of follow within that with your clients like what kind of information is it that you give them that they follow because they obviously have to have some kind of parameters that they have to stay within mm-hmm. in order to get progress yeah so it's one of those things I actually do I think what kind of makes me different from our coaches is that I actually encourage my clients to socialise and go out and if that is something they really want to do include that in their week but also um, I think other things like actually just like the basics of like learning how to cook food you like you know that kind of stuff like I think that's really important and it's like we're not children like we're adults you should be cooking meals Um, even just simple stuff like that like learn how to cook foods you actually enjoy so when you are tracking your calories or dieting, you're having meals that you actually enjoy rather than just thinking you need to eat chicken, broccoli and rice, you know what I mean? It's a common one, you are 100% always Mm -hmm. going to be limited Mm -hmm. to your diet success on your ability Mm -hmm. to cook. But I'm always like, and I I know how harsh your surgery, but see, obviously our clients are probably, what, 28 to 32, maybe Mm -hmm. 27, 25, like in their 30s now, right? I'm like, mate, come on. Learn to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really not that hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the time you just fucking chuck a bunch of shit in the oven and it just cooks mm-hmm. for you. If yeah. you an air fryer, do you know what yeah. I mean? You fucking chuck a couple of things in the air fryer and it cooks for you and it's class. Yeah. It's really not exactly. hard. Yeah, yeah, Stop. Exactly. Do you know what? Stop making fucking excuses, you little bitch. <laughs> Genuinely though, it pisses me off when people say they can't cook because like, yeah. like nobody taught me how to cook and I just like, learnt myself, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And yeah. you fucking YouTube. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put some paprika on shit. See, especially lassies, right? White people, I'm looking at you. Aye. See, <laughs> oh my god. See, see, women who have self-taught herself to be absolute fucking pros mm. at makeup using YouTube. Yeah. But, but they can't fucking cook a chicken breast without burning it. Away you go. <laughs> Get the fuck. Oh <laughs> um, anyway, anyway. <laughs> swiftly moving on. Wait, what are we talking about now? So, oh, we don't know if that'll make the edit. <laughs> Oh, that's 100% that gone. That's 100% gone. That was funny as fuck. So, <laughs> explain why, why do you think a before and after picture isn't really that important? Before like, and after picture, why it's not that important? Aye, and what do you, like, so why, why it's not, it's not as important as Instagram makes it, like, obviously it's good for likes mm-hmm. and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, when we actually really think about it, obviously we're talking about the, the story behind the before and after, right? Yeah, because I think what is more important is how you feel about yourself rather than how you look. And that's something I'm really big on with FIC methods is helping women understand that it's not all about how you look, it's about how you feel. Yep. So progress photos are great for like long term yep. progress, like 100%. Like I'll, I'll take progress photos for myself as well. And I, I do think they are important in some yep. aspects, but I think what's more important is how you feel about yourself because it doesn't really matter how you look. You might feel shit 
Yeah. So I think it really comes down to like, I suppose how you're feeling about yourself. And so how yeah. would you? Sorry, sorry. I feel like whenever you do a transformation picture, as a coach, what you should always be thinking of is when that first vote was taking place. It's like that client is obviously coming to you looking for help, and their their issue is body confidence. Nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. at the end photo though, when we just post up photos, you everybody just naturally assumes because they look better, they'll feel better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's never that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Loads of people don't realise that. I would like coaches should be telling a lot more about the process because you kind of see what end state they're in their yeah, diet. Yeah. Whether it be a case of literally, like we were talking about yesterday, end up really messed up, really panicking about food all the time, mm-hmm. over analysing everything, really caring about how they look too much, everything like sacrificing oh, yeah. everything just to maintain the look. Or is it a case of they've done it over a much longer period therefore maintaining that is so much easier mm-hmm. they're a lot happier they still have a life like it's mm-hmm. people people really should kind of learn that because i think that if people realize that how many people are ending these mad eight week 12 week shreds and are actually fucking miserable mm-hmm. i so say like when i do um like when i do my fat loss challenges obviously the day eight weeks right and like i think one thing that i do with my guys that nobody else does is the, even if they sign up and stay with me for longer, regardless, doesn't matter. They still get a call with me right at the end and I'll go, here's your next steps. Here's what you need to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's not just like, a lot of people see these eight, 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 eight and 12 week diets as like, right, on button, 12 weeks, mm-hmm. off button, after 12 mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then they just yeah. put it, see, what, what I think as well is, is see, once you, see once you get into the best condition of your life, right, and it can be, stri- it can be stripped away for you in three weeks of eating like a fanny, right? Mm-hmm. See, even if even if after those three weeks you just look the same as you did twelve weeks ago, it feels a lot worse because you get a taste of what it's like mm-hmm. to be in the best shape of your life. Yeah, and you can't hold on to it. I think I think those cha- I feel like those challenges are almost like driving lessons. Like you know uh, how like you start out, you learn how to change the gears, you learn how to start a fucking car, uh, and you're going through it. And that's all these things are actually meant to be teaching you. That's literally like, what I say. So see, what I, with my challenge, I say it's like the stabilizers on a bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like after those eight weeks, like it's not fucking done. Le- you, learn how to do macros. Learn how to track. Uh, learn how to get your steps in. Learning how active you actually need to be. You've learned how to do a squat, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 and maybe add the that, on. At the end of that, <coughs> that's when you're in the best position. You're uh, like, okay, now. See if you push again, mm-hmm. you're going to actually see uh, a shitload more progress. Hundred uh, percent, definitely. Um, it's, I think it's so important to realise that that like what like we were saying earlier, fitness is a fucking journey, man. It doesn't just end. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no on and off yeah. button. Do you know what I mean there's going to be times where you maybe you have a week or two off or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you're back to it again? But it's to, it's really important to realise that there's no on and off button. It's just yeah. kind of like you're either kind on or kind off. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it should yeah. be something that it's always part of your whole life. Yeah. Aye. it'll improve your quality of life for the rest of your life Aye. if you mean mm-hmm. should make sure and keep active and using and stuff like that yeah. um, we most people are really inactive and stuff like that you think of like previous generations and stuff like our parents I don't know like maybe going to the gym and stuff like that was like kind of common like your dad would maybe go or something like that no woman would ever in a gym but yeah and it's one Aye. of those things that's like it definitely needs to just be a part it's a common thing it's like yeah. not, not even thought about like you're moving to a new area you get a new gym that's it like, it, it should be blanket like brushing Aye. your teeth it's such a cool time to be alive I think because like so many people are getting into a gym now like mm. when we think about like if you went to a gym 10 years ago when I went into a gym 10 years ago it was never busy Yeah. yeah. now every gym I go into it's quite busy so yeah. a lot of people are training now do you know what I mean yeah. which I is class you need to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons as Aye. well but if you're just doing it to be like because you're unhappy and you hate yourself and you want to lose weight like that's not the right reasons to Aye. like 
be going to the gym or, or working on your confidence or whatever it is like you need to be doing it for the right reasons um and also i think like people who struggle with like a lack of confidence need to kind of ask themselves like what opportunities or experiences will you miss out on Aye. if you don't work on that Aye. yeah question that i would have would be like how do you how do you measure somebody's confidence so what metric do you use to be like to work out whether somebody's confidence is Can you use a metric for that that's what i want to know <laughs> so do you use anything to to like work out like what like how if they're becoming more confident or because obviously yeah your pro, your process is going to make them more confident but mm-hmm. is there something that you use to be like right this is my metric or this is my thing like I know obviously how you feel in your clothes and wearing your, wearing wearing your clothes and stuff like you've mm-hmm. never wearing experiencing things that you'd never do before or that kind of sort of stuff but is there anything that you like use to be like right this person's more confident or is it just based off of like every kind of zoom check in like that you speak to them and find out or? i think it's really based off like their own self-belief right. so like if that changes over like time so like at the start it may be like oh i can't do this i'm in the gym i'm really nervous um and then maybe 12 weeks later they're smashing it like i think your own self-belief is really what confidence is all about like Aye. i would say just that because i think there's not really many coaches that really like have like what you've got I don't think I think it's pure I think it's class what you've got to be honest um, so I just wanted to kind of know if there was something that you kind of use because obviously we would we would be like clients get any free bit area fucking obviously more confident mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. especially as a yeah. woman in front of you guys you know mm-hmm. what I mean um, wearing new clothes fucking going on dates with people that they wouldn't normally go on dates yeah. with applying for new jobs like all that kind of sort of stuff you know what I mean so um, I think it's cool to like just mm-hmm. kind of find it like what you would yeah, do yeah it's definitely self belief like my way of coaching like I'm a very compassionate coach but I also want them to understand they're the ones that need to do the work Aye. like to get the results and to get to the place they want to be Aye. like they need to do the work and yeah, I, I really course. do put that on them like I'm there to help them support them and the same as like every other coach is with their clients but Aye. like it's them that needs to do the work no I 100% yeah. man cool um, brilliant um, I think that wraps up the episode yeah I think we've probably got about three seconds thanks <laughs> thanks for coming thanks, thanks <laughs> Thank for having you. me um, that's episode number nine done and dusted Catches. <clears throat>